hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. In fact, my hustle is intact. My muscle tough is the hustle, the numbers is just that. <laughs> and I'ma keep winning and sit back. I love the feeling of killing them with that. Attacking the process, tackling topics, master synopsis. That's the residual impact, yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your man, Brandon Geo. And your boy, Michael Moore. And we, we are, are the Residual, Residual Impact, Impact Podcast. Here we inspire others to find the greatness within themselves. And apply to their communities. Let's grow. Ooh-wee. What's poppin', brother? How you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Hey, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, gotta throw that in. Most definitely. Come on, man. It's a great, man. I'm good. I'm here, B. What about you? I'm here as well. It's a beautiful day. It's a great day. It's an amazing day. I ain't got nothing after that. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week, brother? Oh, man. The week this week was... It was some great moments. And then there was some moments... It was kind of weird where it was like... I... I wasn't as present. It was like almost like... It was like my life was on autopilot, B. Really? It's kind of weird. It was like I, the week was just going by and I was just in it. But I really, I wasn't really uh, paying attention to everything that was going on. It's just like you ever felt when you just you just working a lot and it's just like your day is happening. Next thing you know, it's daytime, then it's nighttime. And next thing you know, you're doing it over again. Kind of reminds me of the uh, the saying, another day, another dollar. Come on now. Because it's just like it really is another day and you're just here to make another <laughs> buck and you do the same thing again over and over and over again every single day. Yo, that's that's what it felt. In, during the middle of the week, from the start of the week to like kind of like the middle of the week, that's exactly what it felt like. And I kind of had to like snap out of it. like, whoa, whoa, okay, hold on, hold on now. Right. Like, let, let me bring it back. Let me be present. And then, you know, I, I helped some people out with some, you know, some issues that they had going on this week. And, uh, you know, that kind of brought me back into focus, put things back into perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it ended off as a great week. I will say okay. that overall. That's but, what's up. But I, I will say it was kind of weird noticing that, yo, I'm not here like i'm here but i'm not here it was like you you know how when you drive in a car sometimes you and you're going to a destination you've driven that destination plenty of times mm-hmm. but you don't even realize dang hold on i'm just driving but you your mind literally somewhere else but you driving the car you're not really fully present sometimes. yeah yeah that's crazy right, yep. so and just, i'll be like how did i get here bro like what like think about that I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I've done that before. And it, it's crazy that you mentioned the whole, you know, driving. You don't really understand how you got to your destination because you do yeah. it so often. It's the same thing. I take the same route to work every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. It becomes second nature. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I really do. It's funny, man. Nah, that's cool. That was just something I thought about this week. But, uh, you know, for you, man, how, how about you? Um, My week started off slow. It was kind of like in the same sense of what you just said about how you were here, but you were not there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty much for me, it's like the same old stuff, just a different day, another day, another dollar, whatever kind of phrase you want to say for that specific situation. I'm grateful for every day above ground, of course, because, you know, it's always a great day to be alive. Facts. But I also just find myself pretty much in the same situation every single day except for my off days because I'm always at work. Yeah. And when I'm not always at work, you can catch me editing the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I joke about it a lot and say that I don't have a life, but it, I really don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have a life. However, however, this week some things changed. Uh-oh. Because uh, I ended off the week 
actually feeling more alive than I have in a while. Come on now, B. Hold on. That can mean a lot of things. Would you went on a roller coaster? What you talking you about? You can say that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you okay. can say that. Uh, let's just say I, I made a new friend recently and, uh, okay. we went out at the end of the week. So, okay. Yeah. So, so, so you talking about you, you, uh, you had a, well, let me not say that you, you just had you a night out on the town. I had me a night out on the town and it was fun, man. That's good. You know what I'm saying? It, it was really fun. So, hey man, I see the fresh, I see, I see the fresh cut. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I had to get that. You know what I'm you know saying? What I'm saying? You're meeting somebody for the first time. You know what I'm saying? First impressions are everything. You hey, understand? You only get one time to you do it. You only get one time to do it. That's so facts. I, I was like, listen, um, I know this wasn't really planned, but either I go get a haircut or I'm going to be wearing a hat. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to wear a hat. So, I respect. Yeah. So so you're saying overall that, that that end of the week, it was capped off by this, this new friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, y'all just made a, a connection. You can say that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I mean, hey, I, I see your smile when you was talking about it. So, hey, that, that didn't come from nowhere. What? I was smiling. Yeah, you, you smiling. See, that's how, that's how you know <laughs> it's something good, man. You didn't even realize you were smiling. Yes. Stupid. This guy. <laughs> well, hey, all I'm going to say to that is, what did Marshawn Lynch say? What did he say? I'm just here so I won't get found. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> he said he's just showing up, y'all. He just had to show up. I'm thankful. <laughs> you know why I'm here. Well, man, I'm happy for you, though, man. That's, that sounds that sounds amazing. I think we all need that, too. Yeah. Sometimes, too, to even just get away from, like, your day-to-day. Most definitely. Your break away, like, bring stuff back into perspective. Got to. Come on, man. Man, you, you can't just, you know, stick with the norm all the time and expect things to just be better than they were the week before if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. That's real. You know, sometimes things got to happen for you to, like, really shake up out of it and, and wake up and yeah. feel alive. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm too young to just still be going through the same thing day in and day out. Yeah. You understand? Like, I, I got to do things differently. I feel you. That's the only way you're going to get a different result or of course. see something different. You yeah. got to, man. So, I like that. I like that. I'm glad you said that, y'all. What did he say? <laughs> or not y'all. I mean, B, but I was speaking to the people at the same time. You, they know what I mean. Shout out to y'all. We love y'all. I don't think that they knew what you meant because you were having a conversation with me, but you said y'all. So, it's okay, though, man. Now they, now they know that I'm talking to them, though. Y'all. You know. What up, y'all? Don't mind my partner. Uh, <laughs> I think he's sleep deprived also. I, so. I could take a nap. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Uh, I could take a nap. What did I say a couple episodes ago? Naps are great. You stupid. No, I did not. <laughs> Naps are a uh, way of life. They're not. I didn't say that either. Uh, they're actually. I said you can sleep when it's time for you to go to the upper room. This is grind season. This is grind season, man. Shout out to everybody that watched our previous episode. Um, that was actually one of our most viewed episodes as well. It wasn't the previous episode. It was two episodes ago. I apologize. So it's okay, though. <laughs> previous, previous. How about that one? <laughs> Shout out to everybody who watched it. We appreciate y'all. Uh, clearly, they 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 knew it was grind season too. Or they wanted to know more about grind season. Yeah, um, it's it's a hot topic. I mean, not even just a hot topic, but it's it's a way of life, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's time to stop sleeping. Yeah, as as our, our good friend David Shans would say, sleep is for suckers. Sleep is for suckers. But I do uh, still advocate for naps. <laughs> I will not let that go. 
I don't even care. Once I reach that, I don't even. I ain't gonna put a cap on it. But once I reach that status of financial success that I'm, I'm going after, I'm still taking naps. Bruh. Okay, what y'all say? <laughs> I love me some naps. <laughs> <sighs> they ain't gotta be long. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes max. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> Don't let anybody catch you slipping, all right? Nah, you're right. Naps, when you, when you take naps, you get caught off guard. People can catch you slipping, and it could be a problem. You're right, though. You're right. Speaking of getting caught slipping, What's up? this was a story that I heard about a couple weeks ago. I didn't really pay it any mind to, you know, at least enough to, to bring it up on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But somebody brought it back to my attention a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, let's touch on this because I can understand uh, what happened in this situation and we need to let the people know how they can avoid this. Okay. So, former NFL wide receiver Terrell Pryor was recently involved in a DV situation with his ex-girlfriend, Shalea Briston. And I say DV to keep it YouTube friendly, of course, so use context clues. Um, if you don't know what DV is, I'll at least say that the first word is domestic. And you can put two and two together and figure out what the V stands for. But we got to keep it YouTube friendly. Remember that. Come on now. But according to TMZ, Terrell Pryor was recently arrested because he allegedly slapped his ex-girlfriend, Shalea, and threw pumpkins at her car. Now, this is kind of ironic because I believe it was 2019 or 2020 Mm -hmm. when they were initially put out in the news for a DV situation where Shalea was the aggressor by stabbing Terrell and he flatlined twice. When she attacked him. When that happened, she was arrested for DV charges, right? However, Terrell got the charges dropped. And I believe Shalea only got probation as a result of it. Mm -hmm. And he took her back. Stupid. Do they have kids together? I don't believe so. Hmm. Well, uh, hey, I mean, I I don't know. This this brother's upbringing could be, you know, hey, I'm going to stick with you to the end. Are they married? No. Oh. They were just boyfriend and girlfriend. And it was literally till death did them part, even though they weren't married, because he flatlined twice. Oh. Uh well, hey, you know, uh they they say uh the cookie makes you do some crazy things sometimes. In this situation, she gotta have that powerful cookie. And I was just thinking that. That that cookie better be so so strong that when she put it on him, he just lost his mind. Enough to take her back after she pretty much etched him out. You know what I'm saying? She put it. She sent him to the upper room. She did. She she twice. Twice. Okay. What what happens next? What happens next? So now he's sitting in a cell because she didn't drop the charges on him when it was his turn to get arrested for a DV charge. So people are talking about how you know what he did was kind of dumb because, in my opinion, if if a woman stabbed me and. Made me flatline even once. Yeah. Even if she came at me with a knife, I'm not taking you back. Yeah. I, we're done. We're finished. I'm no. You stay away from me. You and your violent ass. I'm not dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I can't tolerate that. This man flatline. Maybe okay. Well, uh, I ain't got no reason for the justify the stabbing. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I'm just looking at it from maybe his perspective of. He's in the NFL or former NFL player, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you reach that point of success, it'd be hard. It'd be seeming hard to find some true love now because, you know, the bread. 
Yeah. I don't know. So maybe in his mind, he's like, yo, I didn't deal with this chick for a while. Uh, although we have some issues, which seem to be kind of crazy. Pretty violent. <laughs> um, she has stuck with me. She has been there. And I'm going to forgive her. Because you know, too, women are women and children are the only things that get unconditional love. That is true. So that maybe this this is one of those cases where it shows where hey he's he's loving her unconditionally, clearly, and then she <laughs> she has a condition of loving him. So maybe that's with a knife. With the knife. But yeah, maybe she he just didn't know he was like hey you know she's been with me. I'm former NFL player. You know, I don't really know if and if I give it to anybody else, they're going to really love me for love. And, um, yeah, but I ain't got no reason to justify the stabbing, bro. Dog, all I can say is That's unconditional wild. love or not, man. Her mugshot when she was arrested for stabbing him, she looks evil. Bruh, she kind of getting a little smirk, bro. She is. Like, she did not regret what she did one bit. Mm. She looks evil. And this man took her back. He did. I I don't know why. I wouldn't take somebody back, of course, like that. I wouldn't either. You know, I've gotten not necessarily close to that, but I've been in situations where it could have been taken to that point. Not on my end, but on the other person's end. Yeah. And I got out of there. I seen that's like red flag. Let me get up out of here, yo. Like this. If you're doing this and we only boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, imagine I put a ring on your finger. Oh, no. You're going to even go crazier. So. You know what? You bring up a valid point. Uh, I've been in a similar situation to that, and I ignored red flags. Mm. I was much younger. Yeah. I'll never ignore red flags like this again, but I've been in a situation to where a woman has put hands on me. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't to the point to where she had a weapon in her hand, but she put hands on me, and I, I had to restrain her. Put it that way. Yeah. But, I, you know, I didn't fight back. I just had to restrain her, and I never walked away from the situation. Mm-hmm. So I could I could understand to an extent because I, I've I've lived it I've done it myself yeah you know I I guess like I said I was younger I wasn't thinking I guess I figured I found somebody who you know was into me and I was into her and no matter what happened between us it was just like you know what love is love blah 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying if she came at me with a knife though. That would have been a different story. I would have definitely left that situation. Right. But I guess I could understand what you just pointed out. How, you know, because he has the bread, because so many women are after him, possibly for his money, he might have just taken it as like, okay, well, we've been together for a minute. You know, I love her. She loves me. Even though she did this, I'm going to take her back. Yeah. I don't get it. It's something I wouldn't do. You say it's something that you won't do. But according to this most recent article by TMZ, Pryor got into an argument with Briston, the woman accused of stabbing the wide receiver back in 2019 in Pennsylvania at around 1 a.m. following a night out drinking. In the documents, cops say Pryor had been out with Briston, but returned home while Briston continued on to the bar. While home, according to cops, Pryor got upset with Briston and he blew up her phone, calling her over 50 times and sending her more than 30 unanswered text messages. In the documents, police say Pryor came outside and confronted Briston, shoving her and then slapping her in the face with an open hand. Cops say as Briston tried to flee, Pryor threw a deck chair at her. Officers add that when she got into her Mercedes, Pryor then threw pumpkins at her car, causing damage to the windshield. 
Police say Briston had inflammation, redness, and bruising under her left eye, and Pryor was ultimately arrested. It seemed like the relationship should have been ended when that first incident happened. I think so, too, because clearly these two are really toxic. Yes. So I'm not justifying him, you know, hitting her or throwing pumpkins at her car. So this just makes me think, you know, for, you know, for, for our family that's listening, you know, if you're in a place where you're dating someone or even if, I guess even if you're married to them, you know, DV is never... It's never accepted. That's never something sh- should be the way that you should handle things. Like not at all. If if that has to be a way where you know a solution is is handled, like you know, I'm not saying leave, but at the same time, don't ignore the signs. Like don't don't sit there and say, oh man, it was just this one time. No, it yeah. shouldn't even have been that one time. Not at all. So don't don't ignore those things and don't just don't let them just try to go under the rug. Don't you know? Don't be naive. Actually, take the time out and be like, "Yo, okay, we gotta either fix. Well, I don't even want to say fix it, but you honestly, you need to nip it in the bud where you see it like that." I think so. I it's think harder. so. That's, it's very easier said than done. It is, and I I can kind of understand it in that aspect. Again, like I ignored red flags when I was in a oh, I was almost in a physical altercation with a young lady who I was dating at one point, and then of course. As some of you guys know, uh, I lost a friend of mine last month due to a DV situation. Mm-hmm. I wish she had gotten out of the relationship. I wish she left. She still would have been alive today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, this psycho took her life. Yeah. So you just have to really, really be careful. You have to not ignore red flags. You just can't. I know love makes you blind. I know love can make you do stupid things, but don't play with your life. Nope. Please. Really, don't play with your life, man. You only get one. I think that's what we should stand on that one is don't don't play with your life. Don't don't be naive to the situation or the person. You see them red flags, yo. Take it for what it is. Leave a situation that does not serve you. Yeah. Please. Ooh, man. I know that was kind of heavy. I, I just had to I had to touch on it, man. Like, I, I think that so many situations like that go unnoticed and people don't really talk about it, um, especially like I said, the first time I heard it, I didn't want to talk about it because it was still kind of fresh in my mind about my friend passing away because of a DV situation similar to Terrell Pryor when he flatlined. Fortunately, he was brought back to life, but my friend did not have the same shot. Right. But... It, it just goes to show, you know, when you are faced with certain issues, it doesn't hurt to leave. Yeah. Especially if you can. That just kind of brings me into our next story. Um, now, this is something I didn't really want to touch on at all because it's like something nobody really asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't ask for this news. What you got? A former Day 26 member, Willie Taylor, was seen online uh, out in Arizona, away from his wife and his four kids. Because he needed some time apart from them. He needed to clear his mind and get his mental health together. So, uh, what ended up happening, I believe Willie's father just passed away recently. And I know from personal experience that that can hit very hard. I lost my father when I was 23. And he's been gone for almost 10 years. So, that's something that you just don't get over. You know, and to know that Willie just lost his dad, and I I think Willie is older than me. I don't don't know how old he is, but I believe he's older than me. Um, So, you know, 
losing a parent, period. I don't care how old you are. It's tough. It's not easy to deal with. So I could understand him wanting to get away and kind of clear his head and clear his mental. But uh, his wife, Shonda, came online and, and went live on IG talking about how, as a mother, she doesn't get a break. You know, she lost her uncle recently. She lost her grandfather recently. And, you know, nobody really cared about her needing a break. She didn't just take off and leave her four kids and her husband behind. So she's kind of wondering, like, why did her husband decide to leave her and the four kids behind? And I'm just thinking, like, there could be something more going on behind the scenes that neither one of us know about. But the two of them know about. And I just kind of wanted to bring that up to to get your perspective as a married man. Mm -hmm. You know, we touched on mental health a few episodes ago. Yeah. And especially in the black community, it's not really discussed. People don't really talk about it. And when it comes to us men, we don't really go get checked out. We rarely go to the doctor. We definitely don't go to the doctor as many times as women do. No. We don't talk to therapists often. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a therapist now still. But, you know, we, we don't go get therapy. We don't seek professional help like that. And it's a stigma for us to even talk about our mental health to each other. Mm-hmm. Because we're always just told to toughen up man up you know there's nothing wrong with you you know you're you're supposed to be strong all the time you're not supposed to be weak you know any any sign of breaking down is a form of weakness and we're not supposed to be weak at all right right? that's you know that's just what we're perceived to be as men so as a married man how do you feel about this situation and what do you think you would have done differently than Willie? Or would you have done the same thing that Willie did? Do you, can you relate to him? Can you understand? Would I have left to go find some peace? Now, let me hold on. Before I say this, he left the whole state? like he. Yeah, I believe they live in California and he is chilling in Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, would I have left my, my wife and my kids to go to a whole other state to find peace? No. I would have more so just had a talk with my wife and be like, you know, hey, uh, you know, maybe some days, I'm just take a couple of days off and I'm going to just do some things that, you know, are with me. Like just maybe going out and having walks with myself, talking to, you know, talking to God, just having some, some times that are blocked off where it's like, it's just me having peace to myself. I'm not going to a whole nother state because at the end of the day, me being a husband and then a father, I have a responsibility. Right. Like, I'm, I agree with the mom. There, there, there are no days off. Like there really isn't. Like once you, once you take those vows to become a husband, like it's you and your wife. Like y'all become one. You have to work out those things together. You know, if, even if I have like a rough day at work, if I have a long week at work, I know when I get home, I still have a responsibility to make sure that my wife needs are. It's, it's there, it's taken care of. Like, she needs emotional support. She needs, you know, of course, financial support. Mm-hmm. It's different things that we both lean on each other for that we have to be there for and, and really help each other out because that's what we signed up for. Right. So I don't agree with him going to a whole other state. I don't, I, don't think that's how, I, I don't think that's how you handle things. I think you try to, try to handle them together and talk things out because, to me, if, if that's the way you're handling this, that means later on down the line, you may try to handle it in that same way. And that's not, to me, that's not healthy. Um, I don't have kids yet. So I don't, during that aspect, I can't really give my full take on that. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't leave my kids behind. Um, that's not how you, that's not how I would handle stuff. And um, I don't know, man. I mean, I just think he, he could have possibly handled that differently. I do know death and the way uh, we grieve 
is different from each other. Yeah. So the way we may handle things is is ultimately in a different way, and um, I can understand how that may be hard for him, but um, I, I do think that could have been dealt with a little bit differently. And you brought up a good point because I think his wife actually said that when she went live on IG. She said, you know, I understand that we're different people and we process death or we deal with death differently, Mm -hmm. you know. And like she said, she lost her uncle and her grandfather recently. And she was like, well, I understand he lost his father. And losing a parent is is tough on anyone. Right. Um, Again, I can definitely relate to that. Like when I lost my dad, I remember I was on my way to work. Uh, and I was working retail at the time. I was on my way to the mall to go to my job. And my sister called me when I was, you know, just heading to work. I was in my car listening to music. Everything was okay. I had no idea what was going on in New York. But my sister called me and she just was crying on the phone. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? She said, he's gone. Who? Dad. Dad's gone. I pulled over immediately. I had to ask her, how did it happen? What was going on? What do you mean he's gone? And she explained what happened. And I, I won't forget that day. I even remember what I was wearing. And that happened almost 10 years ago. So we definitely process loss of life differently. Like I, I wanted to, to go somewhere. I wanted to, to, to fly away. Like I wanted to get away from everything. Like I called out of work, told them what happened. And they said, oh, take as much time off as you need. Like, I, you know, we understand whatever. And I went to New York. Within a few days, I made sure I took a trip to New York and I had to, you know, see my siblings and, and talk to them and, of course, deal with my dad passing. Mm-hmm. So it's, tough. it's tough, you know, the it's loss of tough. a parent is very tough. It's very tough. Uh, I will say, I, you know, I most definitely send like my healing energy out to like the family of uh, Willie Taylor and, you know, his wife and his kids during this time. Um, but I just hope that he can. He can get to a place where he can work out things. They can work out things together, right? Because we're better when we're when we work together. When you can overcome things together, um, you do need time by yourself. Mm-hmm. You do need you do need times just to like really really process stuff and sometimes even let it out. You do need that time by yourself. But with him, he has he has a whole family right there. Yeah, that they need him. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't just be like, oh man, let me just go work on me. Nah, brother, you you have created life. Now that life is looking upon you. They need you. So that's I, a good point. That's how I just would think about that one, man. So definitely to anybody in a similar situation, just t- stick around, man. Just fix things with your family. Whether yeah. you're grieving or not, you may want to just take some time off to yourself. Yeah, but don't don't go to a whole nother state to do that. Yeah. You know, just Stay with your family, work things out with your spouse. Even if you need to tell your spouse, like you need just some time by yourself, like to go to another room in the house and be there for a little while just to kind of get over things. Or I may need to take a few days to go talk to a professional, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Just don't leave your home state to go to a different state just to try to fix yourself. Yeah, I agree. And it's, so, it's, it brings me back to something I heard. It was like, uh, don't make a permanent decision off of a temporary emotion. Wow, yeah, that's a good one. And uh, I think sometimes we, we can tend to do that off of whatever spur of the mo- moment, whatever emotion that is, especially if it's very heightened, we tend to make a decision that will be very, it can have lasting effects. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. So, 
Speaking of lasting effects. What's going on? Uh, your best friend is trending again. Who that? Who that? <laughs> Bundle of Britney. Oh, Lord. A.K.A. Britney Renner. Man. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Britney Renner is trending again and this is a topic that we wanted to talk about last week but Mike was like no we gave her too much attention <laughs> already want to get a girl more clout bro that's what she want bro but we gotta give it to her cause she's so good at it I guess <laughs> I guess man listen she I don't know if she's really trolling or if she's dead ass I, I don't know I think it's both <laughs> I think it's, at this point it's both. She's intentional about what she's doing. Yo, all right. For those of y'all who don't know, last weekend Brittany Renner was trending on Twitter because she went to Jackson State and she said, "Hey Jackson State, hide your sons." So many people were getting on her about that because they found it extremely predatory, and I I, I can agree with that. Same thing we touched on in episode one regarding Anna Montana and LaMelo Ball. She's 32 years old and he was 19. Now here we have a 30-year-old woman. Well, she's about to be 30 in November, like which is right around the corner. Yeah, she's your age. Wow. Literally. Wow. So she's about to be 30 in November and she's being a predator. She's going to these college campuses and potentially targeting young athletes she's looking for that bag she's look listen she already got the bag from pj washington but she wants another one come on now free pj come on pj this just makes me think of my favorite line from the song no role models by j cole mm-hmm. where he has that recording of president bush oh there's an old saying in, in tennessee uh, i know it's in texas i'm sure it's in tennessee <laughs> fool me once shame on shame on you Fool me, we can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like oh, really, this, this, is, this just reminds me of that because... Oh, my gosh. If nobody knows Britney Renner's track record, right? She wrote a whole book years ago about being a professional hoe. She pretty much told everybody that she was like the Corinne Stephens of this generation. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. And, she knows. She knows. She she knows. And and even in a clip that we showed a few episodes ago, she literally said, "You can't turn a hoe into a housewife." Good. Because I'm both. I don't have to choose. I thought you wanted me to be a little whore. What? <laughs> no. Oh, that's no fun. Ain't no shame in her game. None at all. So she clearly knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's out here being extremely predatory. So much so that the internet has given her a new name. What is the name? R. Shelley. (laughs) (laughs) Got it! The internet has dubbed her R. Shelley. That's actually pretty good. So I'm looking at some of these comments on Instagram regarding (laughs) regarding the post that uh, she put up and somebody you know, commented on that and he actually retweeted it, but added his two cents. So what happened was he said, wow, imagine the outrage. If a grown 30 something year old man went up to a college campus and tweeted a pics, his words, not mine, 
apex of himself with the caption hide your daughters shake my head just keep the same energy both ways she quoted his tweet and replied yeah imagine someone 18 or older wanting to f me and me wanting to f them so we f very outrageous call chris hansen now and for those of y'all who don't know, Chris Hansen was the host of a very popular TV show back in the day called To Catch a Predator. Yeah. And it was very entertaining, even though those guys on that show were sick. It was funny when they got caught and they wanted to escape the house as if nothing happened. And the cops were just right there ready to arrest them. Yeah. So there were people in the comments saying, what does a 30-year-old woman have in common with someone who recently stopped having to ask permission to use the bathroom? Bruh. Somebody else said... Not her being proud of her predatory behavior. Somebody else said, somebody lock up R. Shelley and throw away the key. Oh my God. Somebody replied to that and said, not R. Shelley. And then the comments just started coming in. R. Shelley, R. Shelley, R. Shelley, R. Shelley. Mm -hmm. But then other people in the comments section were sharing your sentiments and not wanting to give her attention at all. People were just like, can we stop giving her attention, please? It has worked for her in the past. Clearly, uh, this is what... You know, this is what uh, she feeds off of. Keep This attention keeps some form of her bills paid somehow. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I can I can see that. But then again, it's like she's getting her bills paid from her ex-boyfriend slash baby father. Yeah, most definitely. She secured that bag for at least 18 years. She did. She did. Look, man, I, I don't know. I really don't. This girl, she's... Yeah. Clearly, she knows the agenda that she has. I thought the guy who said the comment, Ethan Thomas, you know, about how, you know, imagine a 30-year-old man, 30 year old man doing the same thing, going out to a college, posting himself, right. talking about hide your daughters. It would be a whole big ordeal for yeah. him saying that. Like, he probably would have got arrested on the spot for something like that. Like Possibly. They would have did some investigation for that man. But the girl, clearly, she wants the clout. She, she's getting the clout. And um, I, I don't want to give her no clout. So on that note, I guess we could we could end this this portion ah, of the show. We can ah, end this portion of the pod. I just sons, y'all. I just sons. <laughs> I just teach you your sons. Yo, be wise, man. At the end of the day, be wise. She's of one course. of those ones where, like, like you said, J. Cole's another song came to my head. You know, I don't know if this is the title, but he was like, "Yo, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her." Bruh. Yeah, that that was the same song. No role models. Oh, that was no role models. Yeah. Oh my bad. Wait, man, shout out to no role models. Uh, uh, J. Cole for that one. But yeah, that literally that. But that's a lesson that I feel like we probably all as young men had to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. I tried to save him at one point, and then I realized, hold on, she don't want to be saved. Yeah. And what I mean by you know trying not trying to save her is like don't try to make this girl into uh, like your ideal woman, like create her to be your girl, like because she clearly does not really want a relationship. She just wants some kind of benefit that you are giving her, and she will use you. And in the end, that's that's seeming like what it's happening. You have certain women that will use you, and they know they have that power over you because sometimes they'll give you the cookie, and the cookie will taste good, and you'll want more of the cookie. And they'll like, okay, we'll do what I want. What did Fisher say? She belongs to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, I don't like to use the terminology, but unfortunately, it has some truth to it, you know? She belongs to the streets. <laughs> so, young man, bro, please just be wise, yo. Like, those red flags that we was talking about, don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. Remember your power, too, as a man. Like, yeah, for real. I think that's one of the biggest things, too, is us as like, young men. We, 
we give away a lot of our power and think that like, yo, you know, she's beautiful. She wants me like, let me do everything just to keep her. And, and that's the problem because you could even go back as far as biblical days, man. Like so many men have fallen because of a woman. Oh, yeah. So many men. It actually says in the Bible, in Proverbs, it says, don't give your power to a woman. It's, it's phrased just a little bit different, but it literally says, don't give your power to a woman. Don't do it. Like, because basically she would take it. Yeah. So, like, be careful. Be wise. But sometimes, hey, experience is a great teacher. It is. But, like my mentor always says, he was like, if I can learn from somebody else's experience, then that's actually even a better teacher. So please learn from this experience. Come on, brothers. Don't be like a Samson and let Delilah cut your hair off so you lose all your strength. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like Adam and eat something you're not supposed to eat just because a woman told you to eat it. Come on, brother. What I mean by that is we keep giving this girl clout, right? Yeah. This is not doing anything for us. I mean, it, it, it may be somewhat of a lesson to some of the fellas who are listening to us, some of the younger fellas who are listening to us, yeah. to know that, like you said, someone else's experience could be the best teacher so that you don't have to experience that yourself. Yeah. In this situation, I will say we will no longer talk about her no matter what she does, <laughs> because <laughs> she doesn't serve us, She know. right? Nothing that she does is good for our podcast, yeah. so... Now we're going to talk about her again. Bruh. <laughs> and speaking of things that no longer serve you, we say this all the time on the podcast, right? We don't knock jobs because jobs are beneficial. Jobs are needed. Yeah. In fact, we do have a shortage of jobs in the country now. Yeah. And I strongly believe that jobs make the world go round. Not everybody is meant to be a boss. Not everybody is meant to be an employee. However, we do have a shortage of truck drivers, how we mentioned in the last episode. So yeah. a lot of these deliveries are taking forever. Yeah. We also have a shortage of supplies. We have a shortage of people who are available to unload these ships that are backed up at Los Angeles ports, mm-hmm. bringing over goods from the east. And there's just product sitting at these docks. Mm-hmm. I say all of that to say, first and foremost, again, we don't knock jobs. We don't dislike jobs. Your jobs serve a purpose in your life. Yeah. But one thing I will say to that is your job shouldn't be your only purpose in your life. Mm-hmm. You should use your job to fuel your passion. Yo, yo, real quick, family. I know y'all are enjoying the episode, but I just wanted to tell y'all about my amazing company that I have. So I own a detailing business called More Detail. So if your cart ever really just, it looks really bad, and you know it's just been a while since you gave it some love, yo, please hit me up. I guarantee you. What I do is I hand detail everything in the car from the outside to the inside. So if your car smells bad, you got some extra crumbs on the seat that you just been watching, some french fries that's just stuck under there, you just need me to get them out, that's what I'm here for. So just hit me up in more detailing and I get you right. I'll get back to the episode. Peace. There was something that I was taught by a six-figure earner that said, respect your paycheck because your paycheck will fuel and fund your dream. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what I talked about a few weeks ago, how I use my job to invest into the podcast and invest into myself so that I can become the best version of myself possible. Right. 
and then I could help make this podcast the best version of itself possible. Because we about to be lit for real. We we about to be lit. You already know. You understand? I mean, we already lit. You already know. But we about to go to that next level of lit. Like sure. if we lit now, mm-hmm. what's the next level? Like Liddy? You can say that. Alright, so we're gonna go from lit to litty. Come on, we can say that. Or from litty to lit. Whatever works. Whatever level, whatever tier there is, because there's levels to this. It is levels to it. You understand? We're gonna go from one level of lit to the next level of lit till we reach that top tier. And even when we get to the top, we're gonna create other levels. Come on now. Right? And we're using our paychecks that we currently make from our jobs to fuel this passion so that we can continue to grow. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, your job serves a purpose. If you currently work a nine to five, your job serves a purpose, but you shouldn't allow it to be your only purpose in life. Right. Especially if you have dreams, especially if you have bigger goals in life that you want to accomplish. You have to get to a certain point to where, listen, no matter what, if your job wants to fire you, they're going to fire you and replace you like that. Mm-hmm. You have to get to a certain point to where you have that same mentality for your job that they have for you. Same way that they can just fire you in an instant is the same way you should be able to just fire them. Mm-hmm. No cat. No, no, that's real. That's real talk. So I want y'all to understand that. And with that being said, I just saw a report from USA Today that said, according to data released by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics on Tuesday, 4.3 million Americans quit their jobs in August. Hello. The nationwide quit rate increased to 2.9% of the workforce. That's the highest percentage ever reported by the BLS Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey Series. 4.3 million Americans have left their jobs recently. Hmm. I wonder why. I feel like it's because they really wised up to what's going on in the world. Yeah. I feel like they really thought about how their jobs no longer serve them. Yeah. Because of lockdown last year, because everybody was quarantined, we saw a surge in entrepreneurship. Like it just shot up like crazy. So many people were stuck in the house. They couldn't work unless they were working from home. But even still, so many more people jumped in front of a camera and started becoming YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So many people started podcasts last year. So many people found other ways to make money. To the point to where it's that much easier to make money the smart way versus the hard way. Mm -hmm. Remember what I said last week. When you learn to work smart, you'll never work hard another day in your life. Mm -hmm. Because smart work beats hard work every single time. I think that these people are waking up and they're being hit to that very saying right there. Hit to that very idea. Mm -hmm. They're finding out how much more beneficial it is to work smart versus working hard right 4.3 million americans just up and quit their jobs come on now something's going on that is that's true i think that um first of all that's that's a humongous number right there 4.3 yeah but i think that also like when possibly you know when that whole pandemic thing happened it makes me think of when you're forced to be at home a little more and your time is not consumed being at work that may be forced to creativity upon people that they start to see like, hey, let me let me let me, let me think of some things that I can do that I've probably been putting off doing that I'm good at that I can actually, hey, make some money off of right. on my own time. Yeah. Find out my worth and uh, get paid for it. And I think that's what it kind of pushed them in that direction because I can honestly say that's what happened for me. Now, granted, I did work through the whole pandemic. 
I did too. Uh, so, I mean, it was like one of those things where it's like, even though I was working, I didn't work as much. But it was like, I got to a point where, hold on, I got to bring in more income. This ain't, this ain't, my job ain't supplying me enough. So, let me actually use some skills that I actually learned from a previous job. Mm-hmm. And then I just put that into play for myself. And I realized, hold on, people will pay me for this? And I made the price? Right. Ding, ding, ding. That was like a game changer. So. That's the key. Yeah, that's you found your key. worth. Yeah, that is. And that's exactly what it was. I I realized that a job could never pay me on my worth. I said this in the previous episode. A job would never pay you your worth. You have to define what your worth is and then go out there and create it for yourself. Man. And then, hey, you know, man, sky's the limit. Outer space is my limit. Sky now. is too close. Ooh. It is too much of a ceiling for me. Ooh. So you can touch the sky right now? Like Kanye said, before the day I die, I'm going to touch the sky. And I, I believe I'm, I'm touching the sky right now. Like, this right here, this is us touching the sky. Not for real, though. Like, I want to go into orbit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that there's there's higher levels for us to reach that we haven't even thought of yet, that we Almost haven't even definitely. dreamed of yet. Almost definitely, bro. Even when we get our Ferraris, that's not the end. No, definitely not. We're going to go from Ferraris to rocket ship. What did he say? Oh. Possibly. Possibly. Who knows? Listen, we're going to enjoy Elon Musk in space. Hey, he already thinking, look, he's clearly not thinking. He's thinking bigger than us right now. So why not us? Look, I heard a millionaire said, actually, this guy's a billionaire. He was like, you you can do more than what you're doing right now. So whatever it is you think you're doing, you can actually do more. You're capable of more than that. And that always makes me just like, dang, like, I feel like I'm doing a lot right now. Right. But I really can do more than this. And when you actually sit down and think about it, you can. You really can. You just got to push yourself and be willing to do more. Most definitely. Especially when it comes to like working out, right? I go to the gym. Each week, I have to increase the weights that I use. I have to increase the repetitions of whatever it is that I'm doing because I can't stay at the same level every time. Like each week, I cannot stay at the same level of working out because I will not train my body to be better than it was the day before. I have to continue increasing my weights. I have to uh, continue increasing my reps of whatever sets that I'm doing so that my body will understand. Like, listen, you're giving us more work this week than you did last week. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I want you to be better than you were the week before. That's real. That's good. And the same thing with your mind. Mm -hmm. You challenge your mind to be better than it was the day before. You got to read more. You have to challenge yourself more. Do more puzzles. You got to think more. Especially outside of the box. You got to think outside the box. Yes. You can't just be a, a drone. You can't just be stuck in your day-to-day. And kind of like what you said, you know, you you were like literally in your body, but you were not like in the driver's seat. Everything was on autopilot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of us get so used to that, mm-hmm. that we just continue doing it and we don't see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You and I clearly see something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing what we're doing now so that we can you know, eventually make it out of the matrix. Right. But, man, a lot of these people don't understand that. They don't see that, yeah. you know? So, you can always do more than what you're currently doing. Most definitely, most definitely. And I think uh, for those 4.3 million Americans, maybe not everyone, but majority of them probably, they just seen something more than what they were currently seeing and they wanted, they just, I'm hoping that they went after it. Because um, you still have to have a plan in place, but... I think that's what's what's happening, you know, because you right. do everywhere you go now. You see a now hiring sign. Yeah. And hey, man, look, it's that's that's no coincidence. That's not by mistake. Clearly, these people aren't 
getting what they're worth. So they want to go after it for themselves. And you want to hear something funny? What's that? There was an article posted to CNBC.com that said that jobs report August 2021 shocker. Only 235,000 new jobs were created. So in August, where 4.3 million Americans were reported leaving their jobs, only 235,000 new jobs were created. Mm-hmm. The math ain't math, then, brother. That's very off. That ain't enough. No, not at all. Mm. So it just it really just goes to show you that a lot more people are waking up, man. Mm-hmm. So here's something interesting that I read on Indeed.com. And of course, Indeed is a great place for you to find jobs. It's a great place for you to find who's hiring right now. Yes. Put your resume online and, and have people contact you like, hey, you fit the qualifications of what it is that we're looking for. We want to hire you. Yes, sir. So according to Indeed.com, they list the top reasons why employees decide to quit their jobs. One is needing more of a challenge. Another one that they list is looking for a higher salary. Next is feeling uninspired. Next, they say wanting to feel valued. Mm -hmm. I think that ties in with knowing your worth. You don't have a specific sense of of feeling like you're wanted at your job. Like, Like your job doesn't know how valuable you truly are until you decide to leave. Then that's when they want to work with you. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You know, before you go, how about we we give you a pay raise or how about we, you know, change your schedule, adjust it a little bit to your liking? Like that's happened to me so many times at previous jobs, especially my one retail job that I used to work because I was very valuable to that company. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to that. Another reason indeed list that people are deciding to quit their jobs is that they are seeking a better management relationship. Maybe their managers suck. Maybe they don't like their boss. That's a common thing. Yeah. Another one, searching for job growth and career advancement. Needing more feedback or structure. And the last one that they say, wanting a different work environment. Hmm. Those those all sound about right as far as why people would leave or want something different. Uh, management, most definitely I know, is a big one because... Uh, you know, everything starts from the top down. So if management ain't good, you're going to want to leave. I remember there was jobs that I had where literally management was so bad that it made the job seem so much really worse than what it is. Like the people that were up top, they didn't care about you. That it just was like, man, why am I here? Right. So if, if management ain't good, hey, the rest of the job is not really going to be good. But um, I, I feel these people. I feel, I feel, you know, there's plenty of times where I wanted to leave places where I didn't feel valued to. My time, I'm like, what, what am I doing this for? Like, right. why? So yeah. if, if you don't see the purpose in something, it's like, hey, let me go do something. Let me go, let me go somewhere else. Let me go be more creative with my time and make something else. These shape. are facts, brother. These are definitely facts. And I'm, I'm glad to, like, really see that these people have just, you know, decided to wake up and do something different. Yeah. Hopefully... I don't know if 4.3 million Americans are the ones that decided to leave their jobs to pursue entrepreneurship, but I'm sure a good amount of those people are entrepreneur minded. And they said, listen, I don't see my worth at the job that I'm at. Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and do something that will be more beneficial to myself and my family. Right. So that who knows? Is, yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I hope that they're 
now that you know that they left their job, they are doing something that's more, like you said, beneficial with their time. Because mm-hmm. you know, even though you know, we we always promote entrepreneurship. That just because you saying, okay, I want to go out and get my worth, don't mean your worth just gonna start coming. You gotta, you gotta, still gotta work. Of course, you still gotta put the work in. Yeah. Again, respect your paycheck because your paycheck will fuel and fund your dream. Yes. You can't just like up and leave from your job if you have nothing else going for you. Like, right. I mean, especially if you have no plan. Right. You understand? Like maybe if you just want to leave your job and you might not have another job lined up afterwards. If you have no plan, no sense of how you're going to go ahead and get income. To, to take care of what it is that you need to take care of, then I don't know if, you know, if leaving your job at that time is the, the best course of action for you. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a good savings cushion. Like if you don't have enough money set aside to just up and leave your job and have the dough to pay your bills over the next six months to a year mm-hmm. and still be able to have some money to have fun within those six months to a year while you're also thinking about, you know, the next steps or enacting the next steps that you've already planned out. Right. You know? Right. Because entrepreneurship, sometimes you when you start that journey, that paycheck that will consistently come may not necessarily come in the way when you start in that entrepreneurship role. It's going right. to be different. But yeah. it can come, and it can come at a, a very greater rate, but it may not come every week. It may come every, every two weeks. It may come every two days. Who knows? It, it may not come for three weeks. And even when it starts to arrive, it might just be very minimal. Yes. Oh, yeah. It might be very, very minimal, very small, not what you're used to. You know, like if if every two weeks you're depending on a $900 check and all of a sudden that check doesn't come, you know, maybe your entrepreneurship journey might start you off with a $100 check every two weeks or $200 check every two weeks. And you're like, wait a minute. Uh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be like. No, it's it's not. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You know, it may start off small, but in the long run, those checks are going to increase. Of course. You know, you may start off having three, four hundred dollar months mm-hmm. till eventually getting to the point to where you have ten thousand dollar months like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a crazy concept that a lot of people just don't see as as possible, but it is possible. Very much. There are people out there making 10 bands a month. There are people out there making 100 bands a month. Come on. Look, brother, like I said, I spoke to a millionaire last week, and the brother said he'd do 1.5 million every month. Oh, my God. So, he, like, if this brother can stand in front of me telling me that, look, that's possible. Come on now. You just got to you gotta stay patient. You got to stay grounded. You got to believe in yourself. Create something of value that other people will pay you for. And I'm sure when he first started, he was not making 1.5 million a month. He had to work his way up to that. The brother said he didn't have shoes at 13 years old. Right. Come on now. So I need every single one of you guys who are listening and watching us to understand that entrepreneurship is a major, major goal. It is a major journey. It is something that once you embark on that journey, there's pretty much no turning back unless you absolutely want to quit. But if there's no sense of quitting in your mind and you're sticking to your guns and deciding that that entrepreneurial journey that you want to embark on is what you're going to do, you have to remember that. You have to understand that those checks that are coming in at first, they're not going to be as big as you think that they're going to be. But if you stick to it, if you keep grinding it out, if you keep hustling, those checks are going to grow. 
They're going to replace the income that you previously had, and then they're going to surpass the income that you previously had. And once you get to that point, you got it. You got it. But you can always do more than what you're currently doing. Big facts. Kind of said it better myself. So that's all I have to say on that topic, man. Uh, again, stop entertaining what doesn't serve you. If your job doesn't serve you right now, then by all means, you know, take take the opportunity to do what's best for you. But just remember, you have to be prepared for it. You have to understand that it's not going to be an easy road mm -hmm. because if it was easy, then everybody would do it. Yeah. It's really the road less traveled. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Great topics. Great, great, you know, articles. That was really good, actually. Yeah. It was really good. I think I felt the passion when you were saying that. I felt that. Because <laughs> I strongly feel that. I strongly believe it. It's something that, I, that I'm doing myself. You understand? Like, yeah. yeah, I work right now, but I don't see myself working a nine to five my entire life. Yeah. Remember, I told you I, I need to be a millionaire by 35. Mm -hmm. I got to hit that. Mm -hmm. So it, there's no excuses. I'm going to hit that. I, I got to mm -hmm. make sure I do what I need to do to get that goal. Come on now. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm passionate about it. Come on now. Hey, y'all. Remember he said that, y'all. Hold me accountable. Come on now. Especially to you sponsors out there. Hold me accountable. No. Hold us accountable. Come on now. We still open to the watch. Uh, <laughs> any watch brands that want to sponsor us, we're here. Watch brands. Beard care brands. Ferrari. <laughs> Yo, I'm with it. Let's go. Nah, that's dope, man. That's dope, man. Thank you for sharing that with us, BB. I think a lot of people really need to hear that one. I hope, hope y'all got inspired by that one for real. Most definitely. I, I really hope that the people got value out of it. I hope that you guys got a serious message from it and, and something that you will truly live by if that's the goal that you want to pursue, if, right. if that's the path that you want to take. You know, it's not an easy journey. Right, right. For sure, for sure. So what's next on the docket? For those of you that were here last week, you know, we, uh, we have our question of the week. So the question of the previous week was, what is something that you could do today that you couldn't do a year ago? And uh, we got some quite interesting responses. What did the people say, Mike? So some of the responses that we got this week, one of the first responses that we got was from Jordan Masters. She said, control my emotions. Mm, that's a good one. That is a very good one right there. Uh, so Devin versus me said, testing my faith and willpower to achieve my goals and dreams to a higher power. Mm. I like that. I like that. That's the goal. Yeah. And uh, from uh, the Roll Up podcast, he said, uh, invest in my craft. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of uh, speaks into, you know, this week's topic and how. Yeah, most definitely. You know, that's something that woke people up right there. Yeah. Because this is something that we weren't doing last year. We just started it this year. Nope, for real. So, the, I apologize if I said this wrong, the AA a. Ruffin, there was a time that I couldn't get around on my own, so my mom was my help. Okay, okay. So, I'm guessing that was a change in her life right there. Correct. Sounds like a big change, too. All right, so from real to create entertainment, he said, forgive, in quotations, it's not for you, it's for them. Man, that is a major one right there. That's yo. powerful. Shout out Seriously. to Will, man. That, that's something that a lot of people like really take lightly. Like mm -hmm. they don't they don't find it easy to forgive somebody. Yeah. Not for real though. And that's it's actually really hard. Sometimes. It is hard. 
that might be that might have to be a topic. Be. We can look into it. Yeah, we'll look into that one. Another response that we got was from it's Drea Nicole. She said, "Drive my own car." And she put "own" in caps. For real, that's so, major. Yeah. Not seriously. I, I respect that one. Me too. And then, last but not least, from Lissa Chen, leave a toxic job. Today was my last day. Yo, that literally ties into the episode. Come on now. What more? What more do you need? Come on now. What more do you need? People Today are waking up. People are waking up and and realizing that this doesn't serve them. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the, these jobs out here are not there to serve you. Yeah. So you got to leave things behind that are toxic. And when she replied that to the mm-hmm. question that you know that we asked, I remember speaking to Alyssa and she said that she just needed to get her mental health together. Mm-hmm. And and she said, "Thank you. So toxic. I was having such bad anxiety." So I said, I'm happy for you. What are your plans now? She said, take some time to focus on my mental health. So she was just like, I need to recenter myself again. Time for her to go, man. That's, that's, that takes a lot of courage. And uh, clearly she wanted something more than what she was seeing. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm glad you did that, Lisa. For Most real. definitely. Congratulations. And, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I, I know you got, you know, plans for your future. So keep that up. Yeah, for real. And she's also a Scorpio, just like you. So, you know, her birthday is in a, in a couple weeks. Shout out. Shout out to, you know, November babies out here. We're we, we getting ready to shine real soon. Yo, we're getting ready. But uh, I, I remember last week I didn't share my answer because I, I wanted to think about the question a little more. So I guess, you know, if I had to give an answer, I'll say the question again just for y'all that didn't maybe didn't hear it. Uh, what is something that you could do today that you couldn't do a year ago? I would say was create an avenue that would um, basically give me my value to just tie back into this episode. What I'm able to do now is wherever I go, I I do not take away my worth. Mm-hmm. So like what does that mean, right? When I if if I have a job interview, if I ever went on a job interview now or if I ever like talk to anybody, I don't talk to anybody like Hey, what do y'all have for to offer me? It's like it's more so like, hey, we can partner. Uh, what can we negotiate on? Like, right. I do not take away my worth. I'm not just like going to a place like, yo, what can you give me? It's just like, no, how can we work together? Everything I approach is truly from a business mindset now. Mm-hmm. And last year, that was something that I was not doing. It was more so like, dang, I got to get whatever I can take. Like whatever you got to offer, I'll take it. Right. But now it's like, nah, bro, I know my worth. Once, once I finally saw, hey, somebody will pay me off of something that a price that I created. Hold on, bro. That's a game changer. Now I can do this. You know, I'm not waiting on you. I can do it on my own. If you don't want to give me what I'm worth, okay, I'll create it on my own. There you go. So I think that power of creativity and knowing my worth is something different for me. I like that. I like that a lot. Not for sure. What about, what about you? I think you did give an answer. I'm not sure. I gave an answer, but like you said, it was a cop out. Because <laughs> I said that the one thing we could do this year that oh, yeah. we couldn't do last year was go outside. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, but you got to give us something more insightful. Come on, man. And then I also said, why should I give a different answer <laughs> when you did it? It's not fair, B. Come on, nah, nah. <laughs> give us some more, B. I really didn't think about this way too much, but you know, I feel like one thing that I, I couldn't do last year was create the type of platform for myself to get the word out 
that I wanted to to get out to my audience. Mm-hmm. Granted, I, I relaunched my YouTube channel last year. I started making YouTube videos more consistently. Yeah. But I actually, you know, went from, I guess, August to October making videos maybe like once a month or once every other week or something like that. And I actually stopped making videos in October and didn't make another video to put on YouTube till December. This year, I'm actually consistently uploading a YouTube video at least once a week mm-hmm. because of this podcast. Shout out. And and when I went out with my friend at the end of the week, you understand, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to you. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. We were having a conversation and, you know, it, it hit me. She was like, you are really consistent with this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it shows. Yeah. You know, you guys are putting out an episode every week and, you know, you're constantly working on it. You're constantly grinding. And I'm like, yo, that these are facts. Yeah. Every single week. We have yet to skip a week. And I do yeah. not intend on skipping a week. Me, and they take it notice. They are taking notice. Yeah. And it's great. Come on now. Again, we started with nothing. Yep. yep. We had nobody paying attention to us. Now we have people asking... When can they get on the show? Come on now. When can they talk to us on the podcast? Come on now. When can I have you guys on our podcast? That too. We have people inviting us for collabs now. Come on, B. We have made a name for ourselves. That we have. So it's a beautiful thing. It is. Consistency is key. So that's definitely something that I can do today that I was not able to do last year. I was not able to be consistent with my content. And my creativity. Yeah. Because again, this is my art. Not you fast. know, I'm, I love editing. I love, you know, recording and editing. And, and it's just to see the final product is, is amazing. But I wasn't taking my art seriously last year like I am this year. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. That's my answer. I think that was I think that was really, really good. I like that one. Good. No more cop outs no from more, either of us. All right, you're right, you're right. No more cop outs. Only thoughtful, full answers. There you go. Alright, well speaking of that one, we're gonna we're gonna go right to the next one. Question of the week. Alright. What's the next question of the week? If you could tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? Hmm. You wanna save it or do you wanna give them to them next week? I'll save it. Okay. Let's save it for the next episode. Okay. We'll, we'll I'll give my response next week. Most okay. definitely. Okay. I'll do the same. I'll do the same. So yes, ladies and gentlemen. If you could tell yourself, your younger self, one thing, what would it be? Just That's you're going to make it the episode 10 of the podcast. Let's Come go. On. Episode 10. Come on. That's what I would tell myself. You're going to start a podcast. You're going to make it to at least 10 episodes and you're going to keep going because you're not going to give up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you already know. But hold on. Hold on, B. We got to tell them. What we got to tell them? You remember last week, we, we, we hinted at something big that we was going to do for them. So now we got to tell them what it is. You're right, you're right. And uh, in honor mm. of us hitting 10 episodes. That'd be 10. That'd be 10. <laughs> 10 episodes. Did you imagine that we were going to get here? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you, you kind of did when mm. we talked about it, but like, did you know what it was going to feel like to hit 10 episodes? I didn't know it was going to be like this. No, I, I did not imagine this to me. I just, all I imagined was the podcast. I just imagined doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Nah, I couldn't, I did not see this, but I'm grateful though. Like I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Cause this is this is actually what I wanted. Like it's dope. Like Marshawn Lynch. I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined. Just here so I won't get fined. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, in honor of us hitting 10 episodes, we have decided mm-hmm. to do a giveaway yes. for you guys. Mike, let us know what we're giving away, man. So what we want to do in honor of you guys, we want for you to have lunch on us. Whoa. So we kind of like we taking you out to lunch without taking you out to lunch. These are facts. Come on now. And all you have to do is comment on this particular video. Yes, you have to comment on our YouTube video. You have yes. to go to YouTube. I post the link to our videos every single week on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And the link to our YouTube is in our bio. Yep. So you have no excuse of, of you not being able to find us. You can find us. Mm-hmm. We know you got YouTube on your uh, phone. Most you definitely. Got, you know you got Y'all stay on YouTube every day. I know that. Come on now. So just comment on this video. Uh, you have to be a subscriber like B said. Yep. And then you have to share a post on your Instagram or on your story, either or, and then tag us in it. Yep. That's it. So we are going to run this promotion at least for the next two episodes. So you have two weeks, two weeks. to do this. And we will pick a winner in mid-November. Mid-November. And, and it's going to be randomized. It's not going to be like, you know, oh, we're going to select a favorite. We're going to randomize it, of course. So should it cut off at, uh, you know, like a certain hour, like, you know, at the end of this particular day? They can't. Sure. 11.59 p.m. on this particular day. Let's take a look at a day. Yeah, let's look at it. Let's look at a specific day. Let's say we'll cut it off on Friday, November 12th. Oh, no, not the B day. (laughs) (laughs) Friday, November 12th. That sounds like a good day. Don't you think? That sounds like a great day, ladies and gentlemen. It sounds like a great day. Not so, for real. 11.59 p.m. on your birthday, we're going to cut off the giveaway. Not for real. Okay. So remember, comment on episode 10. You have to be a subscriber to our YouTube channel and share a post on your Instagram, in either in your story or on your page, and then tag us in it. You have to tag us in it. Otherwise, we will not know that you share the story. Come on now. You got to follow the rules. Most definitely. And you will have lunch on us. We you will pick the winner to have lunch on us. Like, you know, yeah. not every, make sure they know, oh, not yeah, everybody right, will get right. lunch on us just for doing that. Yeah, we're we not taking everybody out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> just want y'all to we're do. not there yet. <laughs> yes, one lucky winner will get a paid lunch on us. So, there you go. There you go. Anything else you got to say for this episode, man? Uh, Nah, just stay blessed. Uh, be wise. Watch out for, uh, you know. People like uh, Brittany Renner. Yeah. You know. Stay away from people who are predatory. That's come on now. Jeez. Don't don't let the pretty face just fool you. Especially when people like that tell you who they are. Yeah. They tell you who they are up front and yeah. you choose not to believe them. Come on. Now you can't be that naive. Come on now. You ain't gotta touch the fire to know it's hot. Boy. Man, come on. I will say that when I was a kid, my mom told me once not to touch an iron when it's hot. And I, I did it anyway. Come on now. Sometimes, hey, like I say, experience sometimes is a great teacher. Yeah, I just wish I learned that lesson from somebody else's experience instead of my own because that thing was hot. Come on now. That's what PJ Washington said. <laughs> 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 he said that thing is hot. No cap. PJ Washington hot. was like, boy. That thing is hot, y'all. Watch out. He said that thing is banging. Come on so now. So he had to get him a piece, and now he's stuck for at least 18 years. Come on. Matter of fact, he's stuck for life. As long as that child is alive and as long as both of them are alive, he's stuck for life. He's tethered to that woman for life. But yes, we're not giving her no more. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. not. Allegedly. (laughs) 
You'll probably hear us talking about it in a future episode. Who oh, knows? Gosh, no telling. But yes, man, great episode. Thank y'all for tuning in to episode ten. We have made it here, B. We have. So And we owe it all to you. Thank you guys so much for yeah. tuning in. Thank y'all for following us on Instagram. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Thank you so much for providing us with your feedback. Please, yes, thank you thank for you. tapping in. Yeah. We won't stop. We can't stop. Won't stop. Bad boy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to call it a day. Y'all have an amazing week, and we'll catch y'all next week for episode 11. Yes, sir. And you know we can't leave without saying. Where you are today is a residual outcome of the thoughts you have had in the past. Straight like that. Peace. Peace. Peace.